What is our demographic anyways for the show? Anyone willing to listen. Is that what we're at? It's <laughs> fantastic. I, I'm hoping it doesn't stay that way, but... Homeless people with their Obama phones? I mean, we're not like local celebrities where we already have like this fan base. Hey, 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 hey. I'm a washed up local celebrity, okay? Which is worse. You're on the decline <laughs> and I'm on the incline. I went from a nothing to having a podcast. You went from having something to nothing. TV shows, <laughs> friends with all the local band like, people. I was in 30 minutes or less. And now I have a YouTube station. Welcome to the Couch Rolls Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Das Bruce. Well, how you doing, man? Not too bad. I'm enjoying it's Sunday, which is such a crazy day for us to get together. Well, normally we try to record, was it about every Wednesday, right? Yeah, we stick to our, our bi-weekly Wednesdays. And then I got... Oh man, between like everyone getting like ill and stuff, so like I was like out of commission for a hot minute there. Dude, it's like twenty eight days later outside right now. Dude, they're it is. everywhere. It is like everyone's got the flu, and I was I was ill. I guess I didn't get the flu though, so I gotta go get that stupid flu shot thing. Yeah, we'll see how you how you handle that needle. I hate needles so much. It, oh man, and it's perfectly normal for a thirty one year old man to be afraid of a small needle that does almost no pain whatsoever. It is super painful to me. It. And, pathetic no man oh yeah you do have a tattoo right you know that's a needle yeah and guess what i only got the one done so never again well yeah. eventually probably another one but i'll get there how many tattoos do you even have i still got just the two really? got one when i was 18 and got one when i was 21 i thought you would have got more than that yeah i've been wanting to get a chocobo on my calf dude i want it like running with like a running through like a race like running a marathon What's the uh, what's the biggest race you did? Because you're all physically still just the active. 25k, so about 15 and a half miles. I've done it four times. What you should do is you should get the little. What, what's what's the lowest amount you can do? Like 5k, right? Dude, they they make jokes by doing those 1k bar races where you were like run to another bar and it's a 1k race. Ah, that's dumb. But yeah, 5k is like the typical like running, run. Running is a weird culture. How come we've never thrown? You know what I realize? I got to get one of those. I got to get a, one of those NES track pads. I don't have one of those, the, yeah. the track and field pads. We need to compete in that to see how that would go. That to be would honest, be fun. it'd be a waste of time. I'm terrible at that because I have I giant feet. That. I know. And I have tiny feet and I know how to not It's slip. almost like they built it for children. They did. And I totally beat you then. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> nice. Well, it's also, since it's Sunday, it's also Super Bowl Sunday. It is which... Super Bowl Sunday. We're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday. And speaking of getting beat, go right into it because I know oh, you're yeah. going to. So we had to do our ritual of playing a little um, NFL Blitz Tournament Edition. Which is a fantastic game. It's not game. Tournament Edition. It was Special Edition, okay? From the Nintendo 64. <laughs> get it right. Is Tournament Edition NBA Jam? Yes. That's what I thought. There you go. <laughs> but so we went ahead and played that just to see how the Eagles would play against New England. And as I played as New England, I destroyed Bruce by a whole one point. And then I went ahead and again played Bruce, but as the incredibly terrible Eagles. And I still beat him. Like so, I, really, it's human error that's the problem. I'm not very good at those games. I'm not going to lie. They're fun, though. Plus, yeah. the rubber band AI just seems to screw me every time. It's like that in Mario Kart. I love it when I'm up by 14 points, and then I'll just have fumbles every time I touch the ball. But as soon as you catch up to me, it's like suddenly my players know how to catch the I'm ball I'm telling again. you, dude, it's that, it's that rubber band AI that just lets you <laughs> come up from behind. I Oh, speaking of Mario Kart, because I was saying, you know, Mario Kart has rubber band AI. Yeah. I freaking just finally get around to playing uh, Double Dash. Yeah, how'd you like it? It was... um. It was good. Like I got more than like two races in for the first time ever because I kind of mostly skipped over that one. I think a lot of people did it. And 
they broke the mold by having the dual characters, and I I personally thought it was the worst one. Why? I think I already don't like Mario Kart that much. I'm not only am I not really a Nintendo guy to begin with, but I just never found a lot of interest in Double Dash because of the two characters. I think I just got I'm so stuck with the traditional play style. Dude, that I get to play as Yoshi and Wario at the same time. Come on, Wario's fat though. He's terrible in that. Well, I. Th- does the does the fatness do anything yeah i mean there's built-in stats to that game weight, is it really you know weight distribution is everything uh, in that game weak. and you know i mean they've i believe they kind of had that before but it was more apparent and i think they even show you right 64 i know that newer games show you the stats and there is yep. like weight based on like cars and wheels and i, I really and glider hate, don't forget the glider, the glider in the newest too, one yes well, that, I, that's the thing. I hate the I hate the stat system. I like it when it was just, hey, race good, and the rubber band AI is just going to screw you over anyways. Whatever. Have fun with it. That's why I think like 64 is the best, in my opinion. No. Chocobo Racing is, but Mario Kart's the definitely second s- place. <laughs> best was it, clone ever. Was that ever. four players? I have no idea, honestly. Do you still I've have ne- a copy I of that? Yeah, I we'll do. have to pull the disc and we'll look at that. I'll have to check that out, because I've never tried it. I've always played two-player, but... It's a clone, but it's the best clone. Oh, I have an addendum from, I think, the last show that we did, too. What's that? Um, I think I said that uh, Capcom made uh, Aladdin when we were talking about that, when I was listening to try to cut the other one. Yeah. I said Aladdin, and I brought up the Aladdin on Genesis and Super Nintendo, and the one made by Genesis was made by Virgin. The one for Super Nintendo was made by Capcom, and I think I flipped that up, and I was going to yell at myself so bad if i did not correct that this week i had to remember that <laughs> well i guess i guess you can't know everything right? I, get, I knew it i just fumbled it weird so had to go into it i know but it was really fun actually playing blitz with you it was i think we should check that out even for like nba jam we should give that a shot i'd be down for that because yeah, i'm i'm horrible at nba jam nba jam i will just destroy your face though. i went to stella's and played local barcade oh yeah and I got killed by someone that looked like they had no, never played a video game before. I'm so bad at NBA Jam, especially the the tournament one, the one uh, with the stick. Yeah, I, I can't play it at all. Well, that's, but we'll we'll have to give that a shot. Now I can't do baseball unless we did Wii Sports because I think all baseball games are pretty Slug much terrible. Fest. Midway did a whole series. They did uh they did Blitz. They did um what is it like Red Card Soccer? They did. NHL hits they did they did a whole series. Oh of those, really? Like, I, I've games. played hits, but yeah, I never, and then I never MLB Slugfest, was... man. Want to check it out? Yeah, I'll try to try to hunt that down. I don't think I have Slugfest in my collection. Yeah, but if there's anyone out there listening that has any other like cool sports rituals, I'd like to hear it because I know a lot of like big publishers like to do the Madden test to kind of let the let the game play itself to see who's the best. Like I, I think I saw somewhere that I it was like, oh, the Madden test says that the Patriots are going to win against the Eagles. How accurate are those stat wise? You I, you being I a think stat that, guy? I actually think Madden's pretty spot on most really? years, but. I don't know. It's hard this year, especially because the Eagles have a backup quarterback. So I can't imagine that Madden really was prepared for that. With and their now stats. you're talking sports. This I'm, on taking, video game I'm saying Madden. That is a video game. Slowly falling asleep over here. Okay, let's talk about um, the games I like to play that aren't boring cart games. I, uh, I'm playing Monster Hunter, actually, for PS4. Really? How are you liking that? It was that Monster Hunter World, right? Yeah, Monster Hunter Worlds. And I actually like it a lot better than the prior games. I, I always thought the prior games were too slow and sluggish. Like, there would be, like, you get a map. It has nine sections to it. And I'm just... I'm, 
guessing because every map would be have a different number of sections, but there would be a long load screen between each section, and you just go around hunting one big boss, which is okay in theory, and it, it played pretty fun, but I I don't know. It, I mean, it could be a lot better. That kind of plays what like in kind of like an MMO, right? It, it does. It feels like an MMO, especially in the new one, because of the online component. Because it's really easy to just join up with random people and f- go fight big monsters. So wait, if if okay, if there's different boss monsters, different areas, and it's MMO style, then isn't pretty much like a MOBA then? <sighs> no, because if it's objective based, take down the monster. I don't know, man. To me, it just Monster Hunters kind of have it has its own little niche market, which it's not really a niche. It's huge in Japan. Yeah, but I feel like they're they're slowly tweaking it, and like it's kind of become more like other games. It has what they've done is it was a really difficult game, and it was also very difficult to figure out. And what they did is they really tutorialized and s- slowed down how fast that you had to go into these big fights. And they actually made people like me who did, traditionally didn't like it. I actually like the game. Monster Hunter Worlds is fantastic, and it's okay by myself. But so you I feel really like that was a good online. move, though. Yeah, it was. It was. I cannot imagine them ever going back to handheld. I I'm I'm to the point where like I can't stand tutorials in games. For it the depends most on part. the game. Like I have UI issues with certain games. Yeah, and I th- I feel like Gang tutorials. Beast. Can we agree that Gang <laughs> Beast needs a better menu screen? Yep, but. I think like a game like Monster Hunter has so many pieces and parts. It's like playing WoW with no tutorial, like without it telling you anything. There's just so many parts and pieces to the game that Monster Hunter World has a lot of that. So I like how it's doing it. It's not like throwing it in your face, but they're giving you kind of like certain things. They're like, hey, you should really go try this or go try that. But they did start the game like, hey, here's 14 weapons. Pick one and go fight a monster. Okay, certain games... Certain games I like where they give you like a small tutorial or not a tutorial, but give you enough for the basics and everything. But I feel like we all kind of know the basics up front on most games nowadays. Yeah, I and mean, we're taking advantage of the fact that we've been playing video games as long as we have. But to me, it seems really noticeable, especially when I play with my kids. I'll try like the Lego games. If you played one Lego game, you've played all the Lego games. Yeah. But if you're a kid, everything feels incredibly different. And the mechanics feel like different. Like per game? And yeah. Really? Yeah. It seems like when you play different ones, for them, it's not the same. And they don't treat the game the it same. It doesn't feel like a reskin? No. And that's crazy. Like, we played the Jurassic Park one. Bryce loves it. Paige loves it. But it just doesn't feel the same as um, Dimensions. Okay. And Dimensions had a few new mechanics, but still some of the basic things that have been in all the games, it seemed like they had to relearn those things. Can you count that, though, with the dimensions being the whole Toys to Life thing? It yep. Still I mean, even like with a- Toys to Life, I mean, all that really does is reskin which abilities you have. All the old LEGO games, there are just different characters that you can unlock that have those abilities. You don't have to pay for them. <laughs> but, I mean, besides that, I mean, there's a lot of other games that don't have good tutorials and that you don't need them. Like, like what? PUBG. I mean, PUBG doesn't have any tutorials. Well, that's that's a mod, though. You can't really... It's an Arma, it's an Arma Daisy it was, mod. I think it was... Well, yeah. What, hold on. So I think it was, if I understand correctly, it was uh, Arma 2, right? Yep. Which I guess no one played the third game, and everyone just loved the second game so much that they started modding it. And they modded that into Daisy, and I think a dude took the Daisy mod and then ended up making PUBG out of it, which is really kind of ironic for that game. You got to admit. 
Oh, it, it's hugely ironic, especially since they're they're making claims. Oh, Fortnite stole our game. You got into, yeah, you got into a fight with the Fortnite guys over that. Yeah, the pirate calling another pirate out. <laughs> uh, you know, what was it? it's uh, that scene in uh, Pirates of Silicon Valley, right? Yep. Yeah. Good artist create, great artist steal, and then like he says that right outside the Apple offices before they go in to jack their stuff, and then. Who is it? Someone turns Bill Gates and he's like, who said that? And he's like, I don't know, some artist. <laughs> and it just, it, it blows me away. Like PUBG is like, it's a great idea. Let's do a hundred people with a shrinking map fighting with realistic guns and vehicles. And it just huge success on PC. Here's, here's what I'm amazed by. Uh, the fact that this, uh, even though all it is, is a survival mode. We can agree that, right? Oh, definitely. It's a survival mode, but this has been like in movies for just years. I mean, what was it? Uh, Battle Royale did a movie for it in, I think, 2000, sometime around then. Yep. And then there was uh, Hunger Games, which, I mean, blew oh, it Hunger up. Hunger Games. Yeah. How the hell did Hunger Games not jump on doing a teen rated version of this I game? I thought about that. I was like, I have, especially if you think about back in the, like, the mid 2000s, like when those like Iron Man and a lot of those other like straight to movie games came out. Oh, man. How did Hunger and Harry Potter had like 10 of them? Yeah. How did Hunger Games not get one? And it just be, I mean, they really missed out. They could have came out with a hundred V all whatever. And they could, have, they could have done great. Was it, oh, shoot. There was another one that came out with was it Stone Cold Steve. Uh, Condemned. I think it was the Condemned. Stone uh, Cold Steve Austin was Stone Cold Steve Austin was like the lead <laughs> name on there. But the main reason why everyone rented it was because fucking Vinny Jones was in it. Yeah. Vinny Jones is the best man. Uh, he was in like Lockstock 2 Smoking Barrels. He was, uh, oh, uh, I only X-Men. Re- yeah, yeah. X Men <laughs> is a juggernaut. You, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> I only remember him as the really angry soccer fan from Euro Trip. Oh, that's he, right. It's such an iconic. And then he's in the movie several times, just as an angry soccer fan, and it's fantastic. Yeah, that little soccer hooligan. But I mean, PUBG, although it, it not only stole its concept from movies and probably other games. Well, it's Fort, I think Fortnite's doing. I think they're doing a little bit better with it now because they've actually kind of sunk into the fact that they're just owning the role that they're doing. Because it was a, it had a disc release for the game. And then they did this like, hey, we're going to rip off or not rip off, whatever, uh, make our own version. Because a lot of people are doing that now. Grand Theft Auto, I think, did that. Did you play that? Yeah, I mean, Grand Theft Auto is a whole nother story, but really how how Fortnite's their kind of origin was they were an early access game. They're like, hey, let's make this tower defense game. Let's add building into it. Let's add all these different modes, to, which ended up being a big mess when it released. But it came out on in retail in August of last year. Didn't do well. It kind of just faded into the distance. And then suddenly they're like... Hey, we made this game. We're epic. We make games. To, that epic we, makes well, good yeah. games, man. Yeah. And what they did, they're like, we can easily convert this into a different game. They pivoted. Oh, they, they totally pivoted, which all good businesses, they, they have to learn when to pivot. And they did a great job at doing it. Quick, off the top of your head, great businesses that pivoted. Go. I, I got nothing. Really? I thought um, you would have had some stats on there. Oh, I thought you'd been like, Facebook did this. and I, I'm sure. Twitter did this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Facebook did advertising. There's your pivot. They went from being free and everyone loves them to we make free. money. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's there's clearly pivots in businesses. That, and off the top of my head, I can't think of any. But I mean, that's just how good business works is knowing when to make changes. And Fortnite, literally, they saved that game. By adding this uh, hundred 
100 vial is it 100 vial is that, is that what they call it's, it it's uh yeah it's a hunter man uh i hate basically. calling it better royal mode that drives me crazy that's what it is i mean it's 100 people basically uh for anyone who hasn't played uh battle royale game where the hell have you been first of all because it's kind of like hot topic stuff right it's the now. the hottest topic the hottest of topics so <laughs> sensual um no but uh it's 100 people uh, dropped into a island. You you generally parachute in, to my understanding, on all of these. Yep. It's it's literally you float into the. It's mapping. one of those movies. You know why I think they do it? It's what? for loading. I I have a weird feeling that was a development tool to give it time to load the map. You think so? Yeah, because not load only is there that, that, there's that little it. bit of lag time in the beginning before you can even jump out. But even if after you jump out, I feel like it, the game is still processing. Just like if you go through like a crack in a wall or something in some like of those action games. Oh yeah, like it's just a way to give you them think more loading time. It's just a way to disguise loading. Yeah, might be. But the the fact that you drop in, I mean, every movie did that. You know, like it was people parachuting or getting dropped out. Like Condemned, I think like one of the dudes. I'm surprised they don't do this in Fortnite, where it's like there's a. Like, I think in The Condemned, one dude jumped out of the plane, like, landed on the spikes, and it was just, like, dead out from the start. <laughs> that movie only had 10 people to kill, though, if I remember correctly. This is, like, 100. So it's 100 people on a plane, jump out, you try to land on the map, and then you scurry for weapons, and then from there, the map starts enclosing and getting smaller and smaller, forcing a final showdown in a specific area but that area is randomized every time but they throw a curve in it compared to like the PUBG was very realistic where they have vehicles they have tons of guns and they just they make it where you can prone but oh, Fortnite is much more prone. approachable they're like hey we're gonna take a much more like animated approach to this well their art style is cell shaded opposed to PUBG's that's the very traditional Standard textures, I, 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 I guess. Yeah, standard textures are realis- realism. Photorealistic. Photorealistic, sure. Except they're full of glitches. Like, right. I, I saw tons of problems. When I played that game, there were tons of problems while I was playing it. I, it's and it still, blows me away. You played it before it was technically released, though. Uh, yeah, I played it before it was on Xbox, correct. I, I tried it on PC. I played it for about a half hour, which isn't a lot of time. So I, I cannot fairly say I don't like the game. Because even Fortnite, I, I probably played it for a few hours before I ended up liking it. I think I'm just, I, I found Fortnite to be more approachable because of its aesthetic. Why did it take you time to like it? What was? Um, I found in the beginning by just running around, not avoiding conflict, just surviving is incredibly boring. So now what I do is I take the big risk up front and then I, I like, I'll go where I'll, there's a whole bunch of people. And if I die, okay, I'll start over. You know, that's that quick reload. Okay. okay. I, I want to talk about that then because that's, that's part of the thing that I think is making these games popular is the fact that it is a very traditional style of gameplay looking at and then expanding upon that. Like the first Mario game, right? Yeah. The reason why uh, the first Mario game is so great is because of short iterations. A lot of the early, early like platformers, because when, pla- when Mario came out, no one knew anything about platformers you know that was like the first major one and what it was is like if you died you'd die within the first 30 seconds because you didn't know how to push a jump button we've gotten to the point where we understand how shooters work we understand how all game mechanics work so this game kind of teaches you short things and when you die you can jump right out and jump right back into another game within what two minutes tops yeah and and that really helps it helps make it approachable for people like who are first learning especially because you know, the whole, when the barrier is getting smaller, 
it's it's okay. You can just hide and kind of scurry around, and you can you can get killed. I don't. I can't see it very likely that you get killed. Oh, I've been killed by the barrier. But I, what I find to be the most frustrating with Fortnite still is the building mechanics. Is although the game is nice not having those mechanics, or those tutorials, the building tutorial. I wish there was something outside of the hundred mode. There is. Is there? If you buy the actual game, they teach oh. you what's up with the building, and that's the thing. Them <laughs> releasing that as like a beta. Because I played with a mutual friend of uh, ours and she actually like got a copy of the game from someone. Yes. And she was teaching me all this like weird crap that I did not know. So like when you're swinging the pickaxe, this little reticle that shows up, if you hit the center of the reticle, you actually uh, obtain the materials faster. And see, uh, when you build walls, when you go into edit, if you delete certain things you build different types of structures. So you can build low walls, you can build walls with doors, yep. um, you can build spiral staircases and stuff. And that all sounds great. Like I'd almost think they'd benefit of offering a demo of the single player game. Hey, if you go to buy a battle royale and it's free to buy or whatever. I'm surprised I, they just don't do tutorial mode to like teach you the building mechanics. But they don't want you to because the same thing you, you were just saying, you you kind of like it that you kind of learn as you play. And I but that's one of the cool things too. Yeah, it's it's a game where you don't have to learn because you learn by playing and you learn with other people. So like by going and playing with other people online, when we start building stuff, they're like, "Hey, build this." And then they'll show you how to delete stuff, and then you're like, "Oh, cool. How'd you make that?" And then it forces the community. So you want to play group games so you're playing with your friends because the content in that game is in its players yep and i like the fact that you can also do the the single player you can do duo where it's you and a partner or you can do the team which is the squad of four i actually i've really gotten into the the duo mode it reminds me a little bit of playing army of two or gears how the how wingman mode wingman mode is fantastic i I love that mode wingman mode with a hundred people is awesome (laughs) Well, how do you feel about that weird event where they did like the 50 on 50 teams? I felt like it became very unbalanced as you played it. Like you'd either be on the good team or not the good team very fast. Like there was plenty of matches where, hey, they have 40 people. I have five. Yeah. You know, it it quickly become this is a bad idea. So I, I don't know. Like, I think they need to give it more time, like let it happen again. But I feel like a lot of people jumped onto it when 50 versus 50 started so there were a lot of very new players on it and you could tell i saw people building in the middle like big open fields and they'd be just build a platform to stand on or they'd be really slow at building they'd just get killed oh some people got ridiculously fast at building though I, i've seen some very impressive things online and i feel like that's what's actually helped the most is the whole trending of streaming video games online is already big but games like Fortnite and PUBG really gr- help that because every time you play the game, Tell it's me, a different experience. Have you ever seen... And Well, it's the pacing. The pacing is what actually makes that game fantastic because... Okay, check this out. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown, scientifically speaking here. So it's it's short iterations of objectives is what makes this game genre actually work for the structure of the gameplay. It's pick a spot on the map. Land on that spot. Clear out your area. Uh, as soon as you jump, land an area. Then it's find a weapon is your next objective. After you have an, after you have that, that's when the circle shows up. You have to stay within that area. So the objective is just stay in the circle and stay alive. And then when it comes down to that last circle, everyone but maybe 15 people are dead. And as that circle is just slowly, slowly shrinking and forcing you together, it's just shoot anything that moves. It's so simplistic 
such a basic concept that that's what makes it fantastic. I don't know. The building on it is one thing that to me, but the building was a carryover from the regular game. And that's what makes it stick out separate. Like, okay. Uh, you played the grand theft auto one, right? With Canada, the The guy who does our, the guy who does our intro show or intro announcing. Hello, Canada. Yeah. And grand theft auto, their mode fell just like all their other modes. Like they have a perfect model to have a hundred V mode, but for some reason, there's just doesn't feel good because I still feel like I'm just playing the same Grand it Theft just, Auto. It feels like a crappy add-on, which is why like the racing in Grand Theft Auto is also terrible. No, when it's compared, not, dude. no, when you compare to Midnight Club, oh yeah, comparing the racing to other games, Grand I Theft Auto see being but, bad. But that was a Grand Theft Auto property. Remember, all all that Grand Theft Auto Five has done uh, to continue because they're just printing money with their online mode at this rate. All that they've done, though, is they continue to cannibalize older properties. The you pointed out when uh, was it San Andreas, the oh, yeah. ridicule from yeah, they San took Andreas, Manhunt. Exactly. All they do is they they make games, and then whatever the best mechanic out of that game is, they take and then they steal and throw it into their main. So what did they take from table tennis for Wii? I'm really confused. Uh, you can play tennis in <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> you can play tennis. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> what try me clearly you have a problem with this i do i have such a problem with them cannibalizing stuff because i feel like they're not going to actually go and work at putting out another properties because midnight club was a great game series and to be fair red dead's a, would be a good test of that though because the new red dead's coming out soon and you know they're going to do this online thing you you know oh, you you know red dead online is going to be huge but Question. Can it differ itself enough from Grand Theft Auto 5? Are they going to split their player base? And if the only difference is two separate things... Well, as old as Grand Theft Auto 5 is now, I feel like it's it's going to be a good segue for them to continue their style, but in a Western. You see, and I feel like that, that the only thing they're technically doing then is a map change. Which, Reskinning. Yeah, it's... Horses and horses and buggies. Instead of cars, yeah. And I mean, like, okay, well, that's, that's what I worry about for the future of these... Uh, battle uh battle royale games is how do you change it like fortnite recently got the update where it's like there's new different spots on the map that they added so it kind of changes up the variety because i found like a graveyard and i found like this giant like i found a bomb shed did you really yeah there's a bomb shed in there and there's basements they've definitely upgraded the mapping on it but yeah it it could be easy to be reskinned Fortnite was lucky by having the building mechanic because without the building mechanic, I feel like it would have fell to the wayside. And they also got lucky that the fact that they were so PUBG was so stubborn not to put themselves on PlayStation as soon as they could. They they really they really missed the ball by saying that. Oh, I I understand where Xbox exclusivity to start or whatever was was their. Way I guarantee to, they got a juicy check for that though. Oh, I know they did, and the fact that Windows, you know, they kind of worked within the PC realm well, to get trying on to do that cross-platform too. And by doing that, you open up a much larger player base with your PC gamers and your. And uh, see, I beg to differ. They're already massive on PC. Why not get into the seventy-five million consoles of PlayStation Four versus like the what ten million or so? That, is that really the numbers? I, I, I don't know. Well, that is the PlayStation Four number. Last the last time I saw, they said they sold seventy-five million consoles. Now there's no way Xbox. They won't even disclose theirs. They're so embarrassed about it. They they've they feel the Xbox One feels like the Wii U. It it falls so far short of its predecessor. 
that they're not even trying to really grow. They're like, oh, we sold this many Xbox Pros. In my opinion. But how many have we really sold total? In my opinion, the uh, 360 was a superior system to the PS3. It was. Uh, just because of the way that they ran that. The controller and the interface with the online party chat were iconic things that they did that PlayStation could never catch up to. PlayStation took me a minute to get used to the controller when I switched over. But I mean, I was the reason why I jumped on 360 was because of how easily accessible, because that was the first system I really went online with. And not only that, but also game exclusivity. There were a ton of big games that were exclusives that were worth playing on the Xbox. Plus, that was backwards compatible, too. And I was one of the first people that actually rocked an original Xbox because I wanted... I, I like their DVD menu layout and their media thing, how you could put music on there and you could do the custom yep. soundtrack. Like, they just had more options available. And even though it took longer to get certain games, you would get enhanced versions of those games. Like, State of the Emergency. Their yep, State of Emergency. Emergency. Had a four-player mode on Xbox, single-player on PlayStation 2, uh, custom soundtrack, um, custom soundtrack for the Grand Theft Auto uh, 3 and Vice City yep. was awesome. Yep, there, there were some definite advantages to that. But I don't know, PUBG, the fact that they're still not saying that they're reaching out to get onto PlayStation means that they probably have some kind of year, at least a one-year contract with Xbox. What was the... Uh, didn't Tomb Raider have something like yeah, that, Yeah, they had... There's actually several games that have had one-year exclusivity deals. They don't outright say it, but it's not a coincidence that Dead Rising, what, 4? Yeah. Dead Rising 4 suddenly appeared on PlayStation after two years. You know, I feel like they, they very much don't say it, but they have them. Tomb Raider was the first to outright say it because yeah. they were under so much deep like criticism for choosing Xbox over PlayStation when their whole fan base was PlayStation. I I understand it. It's a business move and everything, but I don't need a game first. I just need a game to be good. And honestly, a lot of times I feel the when they put it out, they put it out and then they're going to have to tweak it. They're going to have to take the time to fix things up. And then when they do release on the opposite system, they have a whole lot more bugs worked out. And the crazy thing is when they did do that, PlayStation 4's version was so awesome because I played through the whole game and all the DLC when I first got the game without glitches. I didn't have to wait for any content. It it felt like I got that whole experience all at once. And it was like the complete experience, which it it was just a nice thing to have. And I know, like, when PUBG finally does fall on the PlayStation 4... Do you I think, think it ever a, will? It will. It definitely will, because now now more than ever, because if they really are as mad as I think they are about Fortnite being so successful... Because <laughs> Fortnite's moderately successful on PC and, and on Xbox, but their PlayStation 4 is what they keep talking about. And the reason they keep talking about it is because they know they own the market. And when PUBG comes over... They'll what they'll do is instead of cannibalizing a lot of their own people, they're gonna cannibalize the Call of Duty people. I have a feeling because those are the people that are in those ultra realistic shooting games. I think the people who play Battlefield and Call of Duty are gonna start being the ones that segue into Fortnite or not into Fortnite into PUBG. But Fortnite being as as approachable it is, you have young teenagers, you have older people. What's have, gonna keep you on Fortnite then if PUBG comes over? It's going to be the events and what they already have done. How are they going to be able to keep up with the events, though? I mean, if you go and if you look at it, like 
they've been a li- they've actually been a little bit better with the events lately and they are and it's because not well, recently why. they just announced that paragon got closed down they, they're what was paragon paragon was that moba shooter game that they had released on playstation 4 for free overwatch <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no that, that apparently yeah. is like a moba yep. technically so, you know they tried to and the fact that we don't know a lot about it and we both have playstation 4s and it's a free game and we still didn't give it a chance i didn't bother i yep. okay here's the thing you know how we talk about box retail i saw a box of it for like 30 bucks in the store and i'm like i'm pretty sure that said free oh yeah, and the game wasn't even in there it was it was legitimately really? they were selling dlc like uh, uh Here's extra money. Oh, here's forty they're, loot boxes. Yeah, they, they were they were selling Great. current digital currency in box, and that went over poorly. So you know they started on a bad foot, and then no one played it. So what do they do? They take their resources from that game. They pivot into putting their whole staff on Fortnite. So now you have more people trying to reinvent their their single player, so they can try to make money. Well, when they do, tell you what, when they do a game of the year of Fortnite, then and actually put the uh, battle royale mode on a disc, I'm totally down for it. Then just let's try to find the game in general. You can't, can't get that game it's anywhere. It's impossible. I want to play the single player too because I do too because I, we both like the mechanics. It of looks the game. like uh, was it orcs must die? Like uh, I'm all I'm all for any tower defense game. Really, dude, tower defense I, games are great. I'm, I'm a huge sucker for that like real niche market because they they make so few of them that like the crystal defenders or something. They came out uh, Sony or not Sony, uh, Square Enix came out with one. They're like, oh, we're just going to put a Final Fantasy skin in a real generic tower defense. I played that game for like 50 hours. You play anything. And Oryx Must Die, I played a ton of. Orcs I, Must I, Die I, I mastered great. the first one. Oryx Must Die was great, though. But because I want to learn how to use the traps better. Because it's very rare that I come across the traps in multiplayer. Because the traps that they have in the single player game carry over in the multiplayer. No, the like best... they work the same, I guess. So I saw someone like put spikes up on the roof to come down, like stab someone. But I'm sitting here putting them up on walls, clearly not knowing what I'm doing. The with best it. use of trap I've seen it was actually my own death. I saw one where someone had built kind of like a house, and then they went to the second floor of it. And this was in the, in the really small circle where there was like four of us left. I go into the house, and there were spikes right inside the door. Nice. So you know they what they did is they built their own structure and trapped it. Nice. So they had full control of how how it was set up, and it was it was ingenious. I was not expecting a trap in the last two minutes of the game. That's awesome. So I, there's a lot of cool things that could come of that. But I mean, I recently played the sniper event, the sniper event. I thought I was great with sniper rifle until everyone else got them. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm getting killed from everywhere. See, my, my worry is that, uh, I mean, they've, they've pivoted with their business model clearly, but I think that we got to see some more maps. Like eventually they got to do a whole nother map. But then the thing is, if you don't have preference of one map over another, you're How splitting you, your base too. Exactly. But what I could see them doing is something what's like what Splatoon did. And I think I know them best for it. Splatoon has several maps. The, the, but, the but Nintendo what they do is, game? Yeah, the Nintendo game. I the, so the every, inkling thing? The inkling. What are they No, I'm no, like I barely <laughs> well, played it. Yeah, you that. Ha- you haven't played a lot of it. Basically with Splatoon, what they do is they have a lot of maps, but they do like a I think it's three or three or four hour rotations. So every so many hours, there are different maps available. So what they do is that they're controlling their player base to make sure that they're all playing the same maps at the same time to keep their volume high. But what they're doing is they have the rotation often enough where it doesn't feel like you're always stuck playing the same maps. And I imagine they can run some sort of analytics on the background of that too to actually see what maps are being preferred over others. Yep. And I mean, even Fortnite can do that. Every six hours, have a they could only do an A and a B map. 
and you, you know they could have that other map for six hours and you switch back to the first one it would keep it at least semi-fresh with the the mapping but PUBG right now, I think they just announced a new map at I believe it the the Game Awards okay. in December. So they they recognize the fact that we need the maps. So I don't know. I, I could definitely see on Fortnite making another map real soon, especially now that they have an increased workforce working on the game. Well, hopefully something comes out. I just want to see some vehicles. Like I know that PUBG has vehicles. There needs to be. Some sort I, of vehicle I can see, would be really good. I can see vehicles being fun, but Just I, I don't know. It might break it. No, you see, if they got vehicles, you know what I'm waiting for? Someone's riding in a vehicle. Someone's running at me. All of a sudden, I just build a ramp, launch them up over me. <laughs> yeah, the building. Now, what I, I wouldn't mind seeing where you could actually build a vehicle. Oh. Where you, you know, that would be the next step. Instead of just having it where there are vehicles accessible... How about you force people to resource to get vehicles? Oh, pool resources? Like it takes like a grand from every category? Yeah. Like, grand of steel, oh, grand of wood, grand of brick just, to go and make a or car even like, or something. Okay, so there's that lake. Hey, you want to build a boat? You need like 300 wood or something. You know, like something where you don't need a ton of it, but you have to resource to get it. So, because with me, I don't resource at all. I play the game completely. I resource all the time. Exactly. Which... It's okay for having to those two different play styles, but well, that's why we work together well as a team, and we yep. usually place in top ten easily. Yep. But for someone like me, if I want to elevate to that vehicle level, it's forcing me to change my gameplay to add those resources. And for someone like you, it would only benefit you because you're fully utilizing all their mechanics in their game. So I could I could see it going both ways. But what if instead of they did it, someone else just went ahead and brought in like what what other games do you see this being a possibility as a good mod where they could bring it in, add something new the battle to, royale to the thing, form- yeah, a battle royale with a, in a, another formula. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Uh, surprisingly, I'm surprised that like battle battlefield doesn't do it. Like how is battlefield not? You have a parachute, you have vehicles, you have large open map vehicles. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. And I think Battlefield has another either ex- they have another expansion or another game coming out this year. They they just announced something. Oh, for about the Battlefield it. one thing. I was not a fan of that game. It, it was alright. I liked how OP the horses were in the demo. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and that was fun. But know what I just thought about because you mentioned it. State of emergency. Imagine if State of Emergency made a return, but there was just a hundred people on a riot trying to kill each other. That would be fantastic. Like, would that be crazy? That would be actually really good. But, I, Rockstar owns that. It's fine. They've already done it. They won't go back to it. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll never return to No, that. because they've already cannibalized that game. But another game that's coming out, Far Cry. With Ooh. Far Cry using Kansas, I know Far Cry, their engine's pretty... This is the first one to take place in like United States too, isn't it? It might be. I'm, I'm not super familiar with the Far Cry series because I don't know where the first and the second one take place at. They're on islands, but they could be yeah, but it's islands, like right? No, it's like out in the middle of nowhere. Is it? It's, it's a dude like... Yeah, if I remember, you're like retired marine in the first one. That's a good game. The only other, the only other two games I could really think of that would really benefit from it: Metal Gear Solid Five, because I know Konami is just making zombie survival garbage right now. But I could definitely see them taking that model and applying it with just a hundred, hundred player. If we're gonna do a zombie survival uh, BS, then I want a battle royale mode for uh, Dying Light or. Dead Island. Island. Dead, Dead Island. Dead Island would be, would be great. Dead Island. Yep, has vehicles. Right. Open <laughs> Island. Has to shrink. The fact that there's just zombies randomly walking around the map while you're trying to fight all these other people. That would be that'd be fun. Like just an actual post-apocalyptic game would be good. There is one. It's uh 
it's for Xbox One. I can't remember the oh, name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name. Of it. It's a zombie and survival game. Oh, that's, that's gonna kind of, that sucks. That I can't remember bother what it me. Is. Oh, but why it, did you have to do? It's that? been so long since it came out, so I, well, I just they don't re- remember. They re-released that for because uh, it was a 360 game. Yep, and then they. Uh, State of Decay. State of Decay. Damn. Yep. State of it. Decay 2 is coming out real soon. Are they actually doing a second one? Yep. That and was surprisingly good. And then that was one of the things that made me almost want to jump on a uh, Xbox One was because they did yeah, the whole State of it Decay had, it had DLC. Had my, my intrigue a little bit, but it just didn't quite... I was like, what else? Once they canceled Phantom Dust, though, dude, I was like, I'm out. Yep. And the, another game I thought of, Last of Us. Last of Us had a really good survival-esque mode to it. The multiplayer where you, you had to mod things, build things. I thought it was good, and they could probably expand that to a higher higher number of players, and it'd still probably hold its its fun. But besides that, maybe Saints Row. <laughs> Saints I, Row. I mean, where else is Saints Row going to go? Well, let's just let's take the superhero wonkiness that was already in, what was in 4? Uh, yeah. The one with they, the get out of hell? Hold, no, that that was a whole separate expansion yep. well, thing. That's the, okay. I have the expansion. Because the first game was regular, trying to be Grand Theft Auto straight. Yep. The second one, they were like, oh, we got to do some uh, Eastern influence and did, like I think, like a kind of... They stereotyped hard in the second the Japanese, one. <laughs> yeah, they did the Japanese thing. They're like, we added motorcycles and katanas because everything's super Yakuza, Japanese. Yakuza, everything Yakuza. Yakuza, yep. And then the uh, third one was kind of when they're like, okay, <laughs> they knew that they jumped the shark and they're like, okay, now that we've uh, we've taken over the street, we've taken over the city, now we have to take over the world. And it was this whole global, like, what do rappers do? Rappers brand things. They got to have energy drinks, mixtapes, clothing. And it was all about franchising. And it was an awesome, awesome game. And then the fourth one, you started out. It was totally Well, you started out as the president of the United States of America. <laughs> and you were fighting aliens. It, <laughs> I, no, honestly, I felt like the fourth one, they must have gotten the bill. They're like, oh, we're totally going to close down our studio after this game. Let's, what What do you guys want in it? We'll just throw it all in there and we'll see what comes out of it. Oh, they, they knew. And it turned they out the shark awesome. on that one. It was that, was that was the first one I liked. Really? Yeah. The other ones were kind of like, it kind of gave me that Grand Theft Auto fatigue where I was like, oh, this is all right. I remember the first one. I hated it after like a couple hours. I was like, okay, this is just bad Grand Theft Auto. Volition does good work though, man. They were also responsible for doing uh, Red Faction and stuff. Yep. I'm sure, th- I believe in the studio. I just, I'm personally not into the, the gang fighting stuff. It's just not for me. I, I, I could see a battle royale mode though. But oh yeah, working out pretty totally. Well. And think of all the different abilities and skills they could come up well, with. Don't they have uh was it agents of mayhem or whatever? Okay. That game. Have you do played it. that? No, no one did because it looked sure. like crackdown. Just not as it good. It might actually have a mode. You watch it does. And just neither of us have played it. I mean, that's going to happen. I felt like that game came out when all the other big games were coming out, and it had just no that unfortunately, momentum at like, all behind it. Yeah, that unfortunately kind of floated off to the wayside. And I mean, if there was something good about that game, you would think at least one person would tell you about the someone, game. Someone out there, if you're listening to this, and if you've played that, tell us how it plays and if it's any good. Yeah, try to convince us to play some Agents of Mayhem, because honestly, I'd we don't know anything about the game. I like Volition as a company. I'll I'll pick it up and pay for it anyways, man. But I don't know. I'm really looking forward to all this like Fortnite stuff. I mean, there's so many great like events that they can do. The Christmas events were fun. They've had other events that are fun. And if they manage to get another map in there, that'll make me really excited. But I don't know. I'm still probably going to fall off the bandwagon relatively quick because 
personally, I only like playing it with my friends now because I have so many like single player experiences that I enjoy that these kind of games don't last for me. It's nice that you can just jump in though and jump out whenever you want. And I, I think that's probably one of the best parts of the game. Yeah. And if anyone really has any other ideas for a good game that they should look into putting a battle royal mode, I'd like to hear about it because battle royal, I feel like there's still potential that's untapped in it. Hell, they could do a space version of it. They, they just haven't gone there yet. And I'd like to hear what what they could do with the game. And I, I'm really curious to see if any of these big AAA titles that are coming soon are going to release with one of these modes starting with it or if they add afterwards, especially the ones that do poorly. Because like Fortnite, it could be just a desperate move and it, and it might work out for them. Who knows? And it'd be funny if Agents of Mayhem ends up adding that mode. Or if they already have it. Well, that just looked bad. I don't know. You're, 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 addendum part two will be coming up next Addendum time. part two will come up, yep. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's it then, man. I guess that's our show for this week. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Couch Trolls Podcast. If you like this episode, you can find more on Facebook by searching Couch Trolls or on Twitter at Couch underscore Trolls. I'm your announcer, Canada Sanchez, with Brian doing the sound. Thanks for listening. <laughs>